This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. Everybody's got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. It's a 170. That was money. I think he's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. All right, guys. We got an awesome episode coming. The first one of the Whitetail Gear Series. Coming at you with the Exodus Trail Cams. Jake came down, did the long trek of two hours to do in-studio. Super epic of him to come down. Uh, really awesome guy, um, just like the brand. Um, we run a lot of camp, trail cams. Exodus is one of them. Uh, they're up in the top for sure. So uh, with this series, we wanted to bring to light some uh, hunting brands that don't get a lot of exposure. Um, Exodus is getting a lot of exposure, though, with their trail cam radio and yep. everything. but. It's still a smaller, newer brand compared to like a Moultrie or a Stealth Cam or something that's like a household name. So we wanted to let them uh, share some, share a little bit about their trail cams and uh, maybe teach the people uh, a little bit about what what they can expect from Exodus and then also um, tell them about Trail Cam Radio. There's a lot of solid content on that and a lot of solid content from some giant buck killers on their YouTube. Yeah, and, you know, that's something that both you and I enjoy and listen to weekly. Yeah. All right, let's get into the people that make this possible. We'll get into the episode. Um, you, Bro, you come in with the notes again <laughs> this week. So, I do what I can. I do what yeah. I can. It, it's honest work. All right, you, you just run for it. Um, The VIP veteran broadhead, you know, um, starting off with them. 
175 grain is available on their website at betterinip.com. Um, elk season's coming up. Bro, there's a guy shooting a bow on there. He's a solid nine it, on, the, on the pick. He is a real solid nine. <laughs> I wish the focus was a nine, but yeah, the nine. guy is a nine. Focus. Is, whoever <laughs> took the picks is subpar. But. <laughs> He's a work on that ring. Um, yeah, the 175 grain guys. You know, if if you're going out west, you know, on a on a mule deer hunt or an elk hunt, um, you know, check that out. I know it's late August. You're probably not gonna pick it up this year, but I also feel like going on a western hunt is also something that you're just not like going on spur of the moment. So, you know. Pick up a pack of 175 grain veteran broadheads, get used to them, shoot them, and um, when you go on that trip, at, you know, next year or the year after, you'll be confident in the accuracy that they deliver right out of the package, and you won't have any second thoughts about it. Yep, for sure. And getting into the VIP veteran broadhead shout out, this week we got Anthony Hartley. He was in the Army for eight years as a field artillery forward observer, uh, 13F rank, and he was an E5. Three combat deployments between Iraq and Afghanistan. His first two deployments were to Iraq within the 1-115 3rd Brigade. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that's brigade. Um in the third division out of Fort Benning, Georgia. The last tour was in Afghanistan with the 2nd 22 Infantry Triple Deuce 1 Brigade. Man, again, I'm just I'm just guessing that's Brigade. Uh, he was on the 10th Mountain Division out of Fort Drum, New York. So, Anthony, we appreciate your service. Going overseas three times, two times Iraq, and uh, one time to Afghanistan. Um, I don't know how long you are over there, but... You were over there longer than I was, so I definitely appreciate that. Um, I know Cody does. Everybody from the VIP family and Matt and Cindy. Getting into Bigger Bucks Outfitters. Has, has anybody booked their hunt yet that's listening? I don't know. Got to get on it. I wish I could be hunting out there. <laughs> right? With the bucks I got on cam would be pretty sick to Dude, get on there. They got more bucks than we got on cam. I guarantee <laughs> no, yeah. you that right now. For we sure. got a few, but we ain't got like 28 or something. <laughs> <laughs> right? We just don't have 170s walking yeah, around. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, biggerbucksoutfitters.com is what where you're going to want to do that. Uh, the velvet's getting ready to come off. It's getting ready to get real serious. Um, like I said, check out their website. Also their Facebook page, Bigger Bucks Outfitters. Uh, you want to go, go over Ingram? Sure. So you guys have been waiting. The bucks are like on the edge of just breaking out. Um, we're going to hold them back, sadly. I know we got a lot of listeners that have been messaging in. <laughs> we're going to hold them back until we do the video with Ingram. That will be their release. Um, we'll probably do the video, potentially go live up there to release the mounts. As I was going to say, because now you're really counting on my editing speed yeah. to to get to get some stuff out yeah so we'll probably go live up there when we do the video with ingram so 
the so anticipation's just, still building. I was going to say, just go to our Facebook page and get notified when we go live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Uh, we have multiple people messaging in like, all right, we just got to see it. We got to see it. We've been talking it up forever. <laughs> right. So, uh um, that's Ingram's Outdoor Obsession, all your taxidermy needs um, right right just north of us. Let us know if you need to get a hold of them or check them out on Facebook, In- Ingram's Outdoor Obsession. There you go. Um, get into ECW calls. Like I said, we're down there. Um, after being down there and seeing like each lathe station and like really taking that in and absorbing like, you know, each of these lathes is going to be responsible for making a call. And just really thinking about that and processing it, like none of these calls are mass produced. Each of them is uniquely made. It's got its own, you know, wobble on the edge that didn't get, you know, made out perfectly, um, didn't get sanded perfectly, you know. So just when you pick up an ECW call, it's got its own unique features. And I think that's very cool and something that um gets brought to light when we were down there yeah for sure it was super cool to see him working on the lathe and just you're like you're watching him doing that you're like man there's a lot of work into every one of these calls you know just to think that each one of them started as as a round not a round block but you know a square block block, yeah i mean that's pretty epic so you know made by a veteran one at a time you think we could get a jack daniels grunt tube Man, dude, it, we need. To get I'm surprised something. that hasn't come up yet. We need I'm, to get somebody's. Somebody's had to make one. We need to get something on the dat the DL with. Yes, yeah, I meant somebody's had yeah. to want one. Yeah, well, I'm gonna ask him. We'll we'll get that lined out. Um, EmbryCustomWeirworking.com. Get your order in there. Scentlock. Um, Scentlock's got all your liquid needs: laundry soap, soaps, um, field wipes. We're coming up on less than a month ago until season, so um, be sure to get everything you need there. I like to buy the gallon of of uh, the spray, just that way I don't have to like refill. Yeah. So I'll, I'll you buy. Know you're I'll, good for the year. Yeah, I'll buy the combo. I'll buy the 32 ounce spray bottle with the with the gallon refill. Just get that knocked out. So check them out, scentlock.com and the new Oz site, OzbyScentlock.com. And then I think, I believe... That's it. I believe that's Let's it. Let's get into the content. All right, guys. Time to get serious for a second. Uh, got a little announcement. I'm just kidding. I can't ever be serious. Um, we podcasted with Ben there last week, and we wanted to bring him some value. We always want to bring value to the people that you know take time to come on the show and uh, spend you know an evening or a night with us. So uh, we decided to try to be the voice of the bow hunting league. We're going to, each week, we're going to kind of recap the kills that everybody's entered in for the weekend. Uh, Usually, Cody and I podcast on Friday nights, and then I'm going to try to do this on Tuesday, right before we release on Wednesday. That way, everybody has time to get their kills in from the weekend and uh, make the cut. And, you know, after we podcast with Ben, uh, that was when Cody and I decided that we were going to get a team. And to be honest with you, before that, we we weren't going to. And uh, after podcast with Ben, uh, you know, him just talking about the group and, you know, everybody helping everybody out and all the camaraderie and all that. 
so that was something that Cody and I wanted to be a part of. So we are getting our team entered. We just, You still do have two days to get a team entered. It closes on the 31st. So if you guys are thinking about it, I'm telling you, you're going to want to be in the group. Uh, I've been in there for almost two weeks now. Um, a ton of fun. Uh, a lot of big deer in there and already some deer getting shot. So uh, like I said, we're just going to recap the kills and keep the team standings up to date. Uh, the, also the big doe leader and the women's division leader. So from the Tennessee season, uh, there was five deer killed. I only have four down. We are still waiting on a score from a late recovery from one guy on Monday. So the first deer taken was Aaron Webb on Team Hunting with Honor at 147 and 2 eighths. Second deer was Zach Alexander, Team Killing Time, 156 and an eighth. The third is Matt Jennings, Team Regulators, 134 and 3 eighths. And the fourth deer is Steven Tucker, Team Regulators, 163 and a half. So uh, already got a 160 down. All real solid deer. Uh, that 134 had a pretty cool, wicked uh, right side on his on his head. So, um, you know, Ben sharing them on the Bowhunting League, League page. Uh, be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So that puts regulators out into an early lead with 297 and 7 eighths inches down. Uh, killing time is second with 156 and an eighth, and third is hunting with honor, 147 and two eighths. Uh, the fifth deer will have to be making the cut for next week. Uh, I'm not really sure when uh, the next season comes in. I know Kentucky's early, um, and then Tennessee's not far behind. So there's going to be and it's uh, season's already in in Florida. Um, so there's going to be some some deer's coming in, some deer coming in, and I'm going to try to keep everything straight, keep you guys all up to date. Uh, it's going to be something pretty fun. Kind of just see the deer that everybody's knocking down and uh, at what time of the year. Also, one other thing before we get into the content is uh, Last Breath just launched their deer season stuff from last year on their YouTube page. Uh, last night I had uh, Last Breath party at my house. Uh, just me and the wife kick back with the kids watching um, all their eight episodes got a western hunt in there hunt antelope and then um, of course all their epic deer footage coming out so uh, if you guys want to see that video of of uh-oh it's live and ready to ready to go so check them out check out the bow hunting league and here we go with the content all right we're in studio with jake hofer from exodus trail cams uh thanks for making the long trip down here um how long was it for you uh this is a little roughly two hours but hey it's all for the content yeah man you guys been putting in shout out to you i know we talked about before but i just want to do a personal shout out you guys for your podcast put in more work content wise than i think any other podcast does the miles you guys put on and like we were saying like your podcast is one that we religiously listen to and it was funny how like when you don't have a podcast you listen to like ninety thousand, mm. and now i have like just a select few that i listen to <laughs> i'm like i don't even listen to ours i don't even li- i used <laughs> i used to listen to ours but now i'm like ah i know what i said i ain't got no time unless someone in the snap group says something i'm like what did i say yeah because i gotta remember what i said but other than that i i list try to gain from other people's podcasts so i appreciate you promoting that and creating that for us that's rewarding to hear because it is a lot of work but that's 
that's the mission and that's what we want to make sure we hear because it is a lot of work and it's a lot of time and uh, it's money but at the end of the day everyone can do a phone interview but it takes some true dedication to go drive to the person's house yeah. and talk to them in person because i think it's a lot the the conversations are so much better and that's why i drove down here today too because i just think it'd be a better interview yeah we appreciate it man i was i thought it was we had planned <laughs> we had planned in studio and then we had a mishap on the scheduling and then i was you were like what's your address i'm like Oh, he's coming. <laughs> he, he's coming. So I, I was jacked when you decided to come. I was like, homie, it's probably going to be late night. Just keep the beer cold in the fridge and we'll be fine. So, right. But uh, yeah, we appreciate you making the long trip. I mean, a couple hours to come down here to this podunk studio. And This is a sweet studio. Don't yeah. say that. <laughs> this is a really cool studio. Yeah. And uh, you ought to have seen the floor before we put this fake hardwood in. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was pretty epic. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Was it like concrete? Or like... Yeah, it's cracked concrete. It's nice. pretty good. Yeah. Real nice in the wintertime. We, we were oh, just yeah. trying to double up for, we, uh, we might have possibly had Matt Light coming in here. And yeah. So we're like, oh, we need to do something. Yeah. <laughs> so I put some carpet in my front room and I was like, dude, I got some, got some exotic wood we could put in here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, we had John, like I said, we're doing the Whitetail Gear Series. Um, your trail cam company, I think, is like that it's it's what everybody should be running whether they're not it's like even we were talking about it's just that transition from you this is what you need to do we know what we need to do we just need to do it yeah and uh me and homie been talking about this a long time with that five-year warranty props to you guys that takes like a lot of a lot of balls to do (laughs) right like to be honest it takes a lot of balls to do to be able to like, all right, we're gonna back this five years. If other companies heard that, they'd be like, Oh man, this is this sounds rough. You know what I mean? But but we've been running the treks and literally they're like bulletproof. I feel like that thing could run, you know, ten years. You know and what I mean? I don't know what the longest trek running is. But. Right. That that would be a kind of cool stat yeah. to put out. But and they're not even you know, they are back in their product four or five years, but they also have that theft yeah backing, you know. No one does that. Shit happens. And there's nothing more frustrating. Just like my my step or my my be my mother in law bought me a trail cam for Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Get it out of the box, and it's missing one of the contacts for the batteries, oh, right? I'm like, what is going on? I look at it; it's out of warranty already. Literally just got it out of the package. But since I've got it in Christmas and hadn't opened it up yeah. till this deer season, it was like June. Yeah, yeah it's expired. I'm like. <laughs> even use this thing and the warranty is expired it's never came out of the package but it's no good that's frustrating it is super frustrating and then um another thing that we we've dealt with you guys is your customer service you know like if you call another trail game company like i know one of them you're talking to someone from alabama and they don't know what's going on nothing against alabama but i'm just saying they're like <laughs> they're like you know you got we got this trail cam you probably should put new batteries in it that's what they always say it's the yeah, batteries yeah. it's the batteries but no you guys are breaking it down going through us we had a, a mishap with our uh trek last year and he was like exactly what you need to do and we're like okay perfect that's what we need to know and you know then, and then we did it and boom, yeah, next boom. Thing you know, it's boom. working you know what i mean that's what you need to know and we got to do that in person but i mean you just and that's what you get when you call and talk to a company or, you know, in person like we had the ability to do. Yeah. And they listen and they deal with their product on a daily basis because yeah. it's not a the, company that owns ten companies, you know. Right. It's a company it's a few guys that are like, This yep. is what we do, you know, we're trail cam guys. 
You know, do you ever get? You, oh, you're the trail camp guy. Do you get that ever? <laughs> yeah, it used, it used to be the deer pee guy. Oh, college, nice. But yeah. I much rather prefer a trail camp guy. I'll be honest. I'm not in the deer pee game. I was, was going to say we, we, I'm I, out. We we, should, we had that down on the notes. I think yeah. at one point, or it was just brought up on on your podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or um, the last breath guys always like to revert back to that yeah. when when we bring you guys up because we give them a hard time about the bull tree deal. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as he as Cody's wearing a Moultrie hat. Yeah. Oh, I house, got this. I got this in the house Moultrie hat. I got okay. this at the last breath launch party. It was okay. free. This is a free hat. That's acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> So. And I'm I don't. Wearing, I don't I'm, have I'm an wear, Exodus hat. I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm wearing a last breath hat right <laughs> yeah. now too. I looked. For, I looked for a couple Exodus hats, but I just shipped them all to Ohio. So. Oh, okay. That's understandable. It's a true I story. Ohio's pumping out the content. Yeah, Ohio is pumping out the content. That's for sure. All right. Well, let's get in this. Well, I appreciate you coming down again. Uh, I know we're going to be able to get some awesome content to the listeners. I know a lot of them has probably heard of Exodus gear, but I don't know if they've ever really broke down. The trail cameras, if they haven't listened to your podcast, what did they should? They should go back to the start. I learned so much on that, just from like, just on like your basic trail cam tips. I'm like, man, I am so dumb right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm just gonna act like I know that. Just keep going <laughs> on, <laughs> slow roll, change it, you know. But um, you should definitely check out Trail Cam Radio. Awesome content from all the way from the beginning when you just were like, this is guys, this is what you should do. This is what you do for summer camps. This is what you should do for winter camp. You know what I mean? So Usually when a podcast starts, like episode 50, you're like, okay, yeah. After 50, you should be pretty solid. No, it was like episode three. You'd be like, boom. Yeah. We right appreciate it, right, that. Solid <laughs> so content. When we were recording some of those, like, do we really need to release this? And then like <laughs> we were releasing them as like really solid feedback. It's like, okay, we're on to something. We'll continue yeah. doing that. So Yeah. I mean, I think that like I just mentioned a couple of times, there's knowledge that like, I think people know, like you know, you've been with trail cams for a while. So you're like, oh, everybody knows this, but no, we don't know it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, all right, set it up, the date, the time. All right, it's on. I got an SD card in. I'm good. You know what I mean? But they're like, I mean, there's so many tips from saving battery life to you know different angles or me and homie just figured out how to not get sun pics at like eighty two thousand a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a couple years ago, so. But uh, go ahead and give us a short introduction of yourself, and we'll go ahead and get into the show, and I'll stop talking. Yeah, so my name's Jake Hofer. I am from Illinois, originally not too far from here, so that's why I made the trip down. I have some family functions to attend tomorrow, but um, Jake Hofer, I graduated from Western Illinois University, so this trip down took me back. I felt like I had another hour to go to Macomb, (laughs) but uh, I've been with Exodus for almost three years now. Uh, I handle all the marketing sales, and we have an awesome team that's that's starting to grow. So it's been fun to kind of be on the ground floor and and build this brand personally, brick by brick. So it's been fun. Yeah, I like how you release like your building, like you got your intern and stuff. That's fun for me to following. I I appreciate your guys's brand. I follow your podcast. So you growing and getting, I get to watch it. I enjoy that. You know, it's cool seeing a company grow that you like. And uh, I'm I'm really excited for Cameron. He seems like he's really jacked yeah. to get in there and get stuff done. So sound like you put a lot of miles in with you this this week. Yeah, he uh, yeah he I think it was like 1,800 something miles. And so he drove out to my house Monday. Well, he had he had filmed the hunt school uh, the week before. So then he had one day off. Then he drove all the way out here. Nice. And then I drove. And I'm I'm a pretty erratic driver. So I don't know <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna ride with me again. But um, yeah. So then he's 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 made a direct impact right away and he's doing a good job. He's learning. He has a lot of initiative to learn. So 
those are the type of people we like to work with. Everyone is very competent at their job and, and tries to strive at doing better. So it's, it's cool to work with good guys and there's, there's no dead weight. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm going to say, I mean, we've heard a lot of good stuff about that film, the hunt school. So, Mm -hmm. um, we had Jordan Spencer on episode and he, he, did, did he go there? Yeah. Yeah. He went there and then he went back and actually taught a day. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we've heard a lot about that and, um, does that mean more video podcasts coming from you guys? Yeah, so we recorded three this week, and actually, quick teaser. I don't know if I don't know, camera might get mad at me, but we're we're gonna try to do the like a whitetail cribs thing. Oh, nice! So we were at, yeah, so we were at uh, Scott Buckley's house in Iowa, and it's insane. Like all the deer that were in that picture were from Iowa public ground. Wow! And so when we're traveling all these people's houses, and they have awesome like. Everyone wants to showcase their deer. Oh yeah, and everyone right, wants sure. to look at them and hear the stories. So we're gonna start doing like a five minute series of uh, like whitetail cribs when we're at these people's houses. So when you when you get uh, your buck in here, we're gonna do a whitetail cribs <laughs> whitetail legacy studio. I'm about to break every buck I ever shot in the studio. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I shot this when I was nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, that's I I really I really like that idea. That's something. No off one the steal wall. that. All right. Yeah, no one steal that because that's that's we, we may trademark it. All right. <laughs> we're never releasing this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm jacked to, to watch that because I mean, like you see him in the background and you're listening to the podcast, yeah. watching it, but you're like, oh man, look at that. Look at that brow over there. That's yeah, what I'm right? thinking like, you know. So, so yeah, I walked into his house and I like right when you walk in, 170 inch caliber deer, double drop tines, and it's like, all right, this is the this is the best place to record episode one because yeah. it's gonna be freaking wild. Yeah. Wow, that's epic. I know I've seen that mountain lion in the background. I'm like, yeah, you got a mountain lion just in a tang with your deer. <laughs> yeah, and the, like the funny part was, <clears throat> he's like, well, you should. Originally, we we're gonna go walk his farm with him, and he has a farmhouse elsewhere. And he's like, well, you need to see these ones. The last three deer I killed last year, he killed like a 178, a 170, and a one, like a mid-160s all in one year, all two on public, and then one on his, his home farm. Jeez. He's a grinder. That's a solid year. Yeah, that guy is a, <laughs> He says he scouts 72 weeks out of the how, 52 weeks, or he scouts 47 weeks out of the 52 weeks of the year. Wow. Man. So he like is a hard worker. Just 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 hunts the rut and then scouts the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. I pretty like, much. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the, I mean you just getting to hang out with those people and learn from them firsthand is, is I feel epic. guilty sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. I don't yeah, you won't hear me on a podcast saying like you need to do this to kill a big deer, but yeah you best believe I have both ears open every oh, time yeah, I have a chance. Sure. Every time we have someone on, whether it's nobody, I'm like Homie, we should probably try that. It don't sound like it would work, but it might. It might it's work. It's worth a try. Yeah, it's worth a try. So so everybody knows where Exodus is now, but I've never really heard the story of where it began. So when you came on, I thought that'd be a cool yeah. place for us to, to start. That's a good question. So originally there was there was Chad, Matt, and Steve. Chad and Steve were brothers, um, and they Chad and Matt had a lease in Southern Ohio, and they were running cameras, and it was like a situation where they're you know five six miles away from the lease. They were running cameras. They were disappointed with them. And like trying to get a hold of them, cameras weren't lasting, cameras weren't working out of the box, like you just said. So, all that frustration kind of rolled into also, like we were talking earlier, like the rise of direct to consumer companies, um, a global economy being able to develop a product, take authority into a space. So, it developed out of an issue of cameras not working, and then what can we do different, have good customer service, and all those other various things. So, started out as an idea. And much like many other solid direct-to-consumer businesses, it started with one product, the Lift One, 
which I have, I have one of the very, very original cameras. It's still like, it'll be on a tree this fall. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, so then it just kind of started from there and then the lift one, then the lift two and then the Trek and now the render. And I'm not going to say it's been easy by any regard. I mean, being any small business and, uh, it's not like, like being able with like a parent group or, you know, anything like that, where they have a large purchasing budget, they can, uh, finance purchase orders. I mean, we're bootstrapping this thing, you know, they were bootstrapping it. So you buy a thousand cameras and they're like, hopefully like, uh, we sell 600, 700, it's time to put a deposit down on the next one. So it's been just cool to see the business kind of grow. And I feel like we're finally kind of hitting our stride as well and hitting some growth. So growth. So it's been fun. And hopefully that's a, at least a 45 second version of the story. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah any questions about, I mean, did I miss anything, anything, anything in particular? No, that's cool. I, I, I was, I guess I just thought it was probably just a, some trouble with some trail cams and someone got together and said, Hey, let's, let's do something about it. Cause with, when you, when you came out with the five year, you yeah. know that someone was frustrated, <laughs> Very yeah, frustrated. with someone, uh, some company, you yeah. know, and just saying, Hey, this isn't right. Let's, let's do it right. You know, let's, people pay are paying money for these and they're not lasting, you know what I mean? And well that that's exactly what it was too. Like you're spending your hard money, hard earned money on it, and then it craps out. That's a bad feeling. Yeah. And then no company is standing behind them. So that five year warranty was obviously a big part of it and everyone thought Exodus was crazy for doing that. Yeah. But I mean, we've been in business for four years. The lift one, like when you look at the failure rate, it is so low. Like those suckers are going to last a long time. And obviously, if we're guaranteeing it for five years, we think it can last more than that. This yeah, isn't like right. some sort of sick gamble where you're like, <laughs> just roll the dice. Yeah, I, I hope they forget after four. <laughs> so, yeah, it's we try, we try so hard to build quality cameras. And, you know, if we're putting our name on it, it's something we feel confident in. Sure. So, man, that's cool. I mean, I don't, there's nothing worse than going out to a cam that's not working. Like, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's so frustrating. You're like, oh, this thing's been soaking four weeks. It's going to have giants on it. You go there, it's like, there's nothing on it. What's going on? And you're like, I, I put it on setup or something. You check it. No, it's on. You're like, what is going on? So that's one thing we'd never have a problem. Like, if we put a trek on, that thing's taking pics. Like, we're at 100% yep. certain. And we always put the trek in, like, this is the money spot. Yeah. We have to have something Put on the prime scrape <laughs> yeah. on the property. We're this like, is a prime right. spot. We got to have something going here. We're going to put the money cam there. Put it on the biggest travel corridor. Yeah. Like they're going to be going right to these beans. Yeah. You know, we got to, we got to have it right there. So that's what, that's what we do. And then our subpar cameras, we're like, ah, well, maybe it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple that are real sketchy <laughs> on public that are like, this might take pictures, it might not. I'm not real sure, but I want to let it, I want to put it out here. Well, there's a place for that too. I mean, I don't want to rag anyone. Like Scott Buckley, for instance, it's fresh in my mind since we just interviewed him this week, but he's like, he got a picture of a, a bona fide giant on Iowa Public. And he's like, he said, I'm not going to lie to you. I went and bought 20 Tascos at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Shotgun yeah. spread them all over. Yeah. I was like, hey, there's a time and place for that. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say about those Tascos last year, remember I got like, Pink pictures, orange pictures, mm-hmm. purple. Yeah, I, bet. I have no idea what was going on, but it's an IR filter situation. Was it? Yeah, something was going on, but I was getting a lot of pictures of different colors, and then it eventually just shut off. And it like it went on a cycle where it was like on time lapse mode, like every minute oh, I geez. took a picture. I was like, yeah, this thing's done. But if I would have had access there, I could have got the warranty and it'd have been fine. But yeah, Tasco doesn't. Do yeah, Tasco <laughs> ain't doing nothing. No, no, no. Ain't doing nothing. I, I had a cam last year and. um 
it was giving me pink pictures and i think it was just because it was the heat yeah. like it, it was the hotter part that might have been that might have been what mine was too so was in the velvet i was doing um it. had 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 the exodus out at the same time and it was <laughs> it was fire well it's always good to hear that the treks in the wild are doing good. We know yeah. they do good, but it's always good to hear that. That's all we have is treks. We need to yep. step up and get a big boy cam. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the trek. Yeah. There's not anything wrong with the trek. So uh, that's a good segue. Let's let's talk about the difference between the trek and the lift two. We don't have no lift twos. Mm-hmm. I, we're really familiar with the trek, mm-hmm. um, but lift twos is something that we don't have. So let's kind of go into that. So as you guys know, the trek is a reliable picture-taking camera. Um, the... Night pictures are really solid, yeah. very little motion blur, the one LED strip in the middle. So I guess to kind of go into what the Lift 2 is all about, that has a little bigger image sensor. It has more bulbs as well, and then it has a black security uh, plastic. That So the plastic on the track is clear. Mm-hmm. That plastic is really expensive, so that's why the Lift 2 has that, and that's why the, the price difference is obviously there. has a built-in screen and... Quicker, I mean, all around, it's a it's our flagship camera. I mean, it's our flagship non-sailor trail camera. In my opinion, I only run my lift twos on video. Obviously, we're trying to gather content for B-roll for the interviews, mm-hmm. so it keeps people engaged. But if you're if you have a lift two and you're not running video, in my opinion, you're not utilizing the full potential of the camera. It shoots 1080p, 30 frames per second. If we wanted to um, kind of fall into the marketing ploys like we can make that a 4k camera at 15 frames per second we're not yeah. going to um so that kind of point like the 1080p 30 frames per second i mean it's tough to beat if you go on our social and look at some of those videos i mean pretty pretty happy with those um but other than that i mean the shell of them are pretty much the same it's just the internal components make the big difference and obviously the the trek has a 2.1 image sensor and then the lift 2 has a 3.1 image sensor so even though they're both 12 megapixel cameras. Yeah. Um, the Lift 2 does have a better image sensor. So, other than that, I mean, there's not a wrong decision, in my opinion. I really like that you brought up the megapixel thing because that was something uh, that was on <laughs> one of your episodes at the very beginning. When yes. It was so cool to hear you, like, be honest and, like, you know, you go down the line. And then after that, I was like, I was going down the line. I'm like, yeah, this, the 16 megapixels is way more than the eight, you know? But, uh-huh. And, then I looked at like what I was running on the cams I had, and I always had it set on the lowest megapixel, anyways. Uh-huh. So I'm like, why am I spending more money for these cams? You know, thinking that they're a better cam, but you're actually just paying for a market oh, yeah. of megapixels. Yeah, so. it, it's frustrating. And well, been to a lot of trade shows. <laughs> been yeah. to a lot of trade shows, and people are starting to understand that because even two years ago, the question was always was uh, how many megapixels is your camera. Now people are saying, what's the image? It's very few, but it's getting more to where, like, what's the image sensor? They're asking different qualifying questions versus, you know, the end-all, be-all. It has to be 24 megapixels because that's what it said. I saw that on, you know, ATA Facebook post. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool that that content's hopefully educating people. I mean, it's easy to, it's so easy to fall into that. And yeah, then the 4K that, is, that is, that's just the most ridiculous thing <laughs> I've heard in my life. The first 4K camera. No. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, the podcast that you guys put out and was covering all the trail cam megapixel you know conjunction and all that and i was like man you know just like cody said appreciate you guys being honest about it and you know kind of the marketing flaws that other people are putting out and you know just trying to to get the buyer to 
to buy their cam. To, yeah, to understand what he's buying. Because, yeah. like, even with us, we have became way more sect-heavy or, or tech-savvy over the last couple of years. But before that, man, I bought a cam. It was like, oh, this, you know, my buddy said this was a good cam. Yep. I'm buying a cam. You know what I mean? And there's no one out there that's like, all right, let's break down what these actually are doing. And that's why we started the podcast, too. Yeah. It's like, no one is... All right, at the time, like, there's a lot of podcasts out there. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no doubt about that. But then we're we're thinking, like, well, there's no dedicated trail camera podcast. And I don't care who you are. You may just, like, trail cameras are important to kill big deer. I'm not saying they're end-all, be-all, but they're going to help you if you let them. I Running trail cams is, like, one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, I mean? yeah. Like, it, like, there's nothing like getting a giant buck on trail cam. Then your brain starts racing. You're like, all right, what am I going to do? I got to move. Well, gotta... the bad thing about it is it's easy to get a picture of him, but to kill him is yeah. a whole lot it's harder. It's a whole different story. So... But, but if you get that picture, your confidence just went way up. You're like, all right, I'm in the stand. I ain't seen nothing for three days, but... <laughs> I got these picks. <laughs> Let me tell you about these picks. You know, you never like when you talk to a hunting guy. Most likely, he's gonna be like, "Look at these trail cam picks I got." He's yep. not gonna be like, he might say, "Look at this buck I shot," but he's gonna be like, "Look at this trail cam picks I got this year." That's always like the second transition. So, trail cams are cool because they bring camaraderie and they help you hunting. And running trail cams is just it's just fun, man. It's just like, it is. It's like you've been hunting that whole time. <laughs> like every morning I wake up, I check my mobile. I every shot, morning. I could have shot that deer. Every morning I wake up, <laughs> yeah. I look I look for updates on my mobile. I'm like, nothing. No. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> normally what happens. Yep, nothing. nothing Fawn, dude. coyote. You know, that's what normally happens to me. But that that's just like, I don't know. You get, you. Do, everybody just likes to see big deer. And everybody loves to see velvet big deer. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Because they look so much bigger. You know what I mean? I love August. I love early September. Yeah, yeah. And then they all leave and break our yep. hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they start breaking tines in October. Yeah. Then they start getting killed in November. Yeah. <laughs> so. like, that was a good run. That yeah. was a good run. Was Glad fun. I named this deer because he's gone now. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, we, we brought this this up. Do you know anything about lithium batteries and heat? I feel like this is something that hasn't been brought up in any podcast. We had this problem this year. And... Uh, I know we talked about it earlier, but I think it'd be cool for the listeners just to... I would say, I know everybody praises that they want you to run lithium. Yeah. And it, even you guys have said it on, you know, Trocam Radio, you guys prefer to run the lithium, but our experience in the summer with the heat, they just they just don't last like they do, you know, when it's cooler, not necessarily cold, but just, you know, the cooler temps. Yeah, so you can get away running alkalines in the summer. Um they're water-based, alkaline batteries are water-based. And also, pretty much the reason why we really bring home lithiums is when people are running them in October, November, like during that season, you want to make sure that you're getting the full life of those batteries so it covers the whole entire season. And here in the Midwest, it's going to get cold eventually, so you want to mm-hmm. make sure that they don't freeze up. So I'll be transparent. You can totally run alkalines in the summer when it, when it is hotter. They're a lot cheaper. You can just buy cheap ones on Amazon. If you're going to go and check them in like four weeks or, you know, whatever your plan is, which most people are probably checking their cameras within four, four and six weeks in the summer. So you can mm-hmm. run alkaline. So that's, that's kind of my, my opinion on that. There is, I'm sure there's a science behind why they crap out in the summer more, but I'm not going to pretend to know that. Yeah. I just know that that that's happened to us three years now. And, uh, it seems like, man, you get a hot day and it always happens. Like when we got like a cam on a plot or something where it's not in the timber, right on the open. Mm. And then it, it, 
they'd just be smoked, you know. So, but like you said, you need to buy a ten dollar battery tester. There's probably one bad battery in there. <laughs> well, that's a lot. And I asked you too where you bought them, and I try not to buy them at department stores just because you don't know how long they've been there. The package says they have you know a ten year shelf life or whatever, but. I buy all my lithiums on Amazon. I'm sure they're selling millions and millions of lithium yeah. batteries every day, it feels like. So definitely get them on Amazon would be my su- suggestion. That's what we need to I, do. Have, I haven't had a bad problem with buying them on Amazon. I have ran into issues buying them from department stores. We just need to have a couple hundred racks in here on the table. Just take the plunge, get a couple hundred racks piled in here, and we won't have to worry about it for like a year. Like, well, yeah, the, the beer fridge is empty, but my battery yeah. storage is sick. <laughs> right. Well, the only other thing I would say is if you're buying them in bulk packaging, sometimes that's an issue too. Yeah, I heard that too. But yeah. I'd probably just get a battery tester. <laughs> yeah, we need to just buy a battery tester. You spend all this money, you spend 50 bucks to run cams, and you can't buy a $10 battery tester. All right, we'll get that when we get the $3 split. Auxiliary cord, yeah. yeah. That's next on the list. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, we had we had a couple of listeners want to ask some questions. Um, we put out a short, just our snap group, pretty Brief, much, just yeah. the the hardcore guys. Um, one of them just recently went to Exodus. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a long talk with him, and uh, he went to he he bought a render. And does he have any lift twos or no? I don't think so. I know Josh Brody's going li- Exodus. He's getting rid of everything and going wow, this. Wow, really? Yeah. That's Has he local, gotten any yet? I don't know. That's that's a local guy who told me that he's getting rid of everything and going to... Awesome. Just yeah, straight straight, straight. And he was a uh, stealth cam guy, and he's just breaking ship and going Exodus. So, And he he's a conductor. We all know they make... <laughs> yeah, they yeah. make Shout way out more John. than we do. Shout out John, yeah, the other right. guy who went to Exodus. <laughs> making more, yeah. making more than the conductor. Yeah, making more than the conductor. <laughs> so, but... Uh, they wanted to know some of the best settings to run the render on because that's something that is new. Mm-hmm. And John had bought a render, and uh, he's jacked about it. He didn't talk in the Snap group forever. Yeah. He's like, "You guys got to get one." I'm like, <laughs> "We will, we will." You know, we're going to. But uh, just kind of some of the best settings that you guys have seen on those. Um, great question, and we've been working on that project forever. It feels like, and actually today, or today we sent out the email that all pre-orders prior to July 21st are shipping and we sent out the, the firmware instructions and we're updating them. So that's a giant, uh, kind of weight off our shoulders. It's it's been, it's been a long, it's been a long battle. And I mean, just just to allude to the process of getting that camera legitimately certified with Verizon is like releasing a new phone and it is not easy to do the amount of testing that goes into it and the amount of forms. It was, Probably it's by far the hardest project we ever done. So, with that being said, we're we're happy with how it's turned out. It's gonna be a solid camera at three thirty five with the five year warranty. So we're super super happy, and uh, the pre orders went really well. So, anyways, it's a Verizon four G LTE camera. I'm running that puppy in picture mode, probably two or three bursts, <laughs> and it'll be different. You know, depending on the time of year, I'm definitely gonna be running a solar panel. So I don't have to go in and check in. You can, you know, hypothetically let that run 365. Um, this upcoming week we'll have a podcast very in depth about the render too. So, nice. um, as far as settings, I have pictures. Run that solar panel. Make sure you have enough signal where, uh, ideally, three bars. You could probably get away with two bars, and you know, totally up to you on upload intervals. So you can do a real time upload interval. Uh, three, six, twelve, or twenty-four hour upload intervals. So, nice. if you want to save battery, 
you can do the 24 hour upload interval and you can change that all remotely as well. So the question we always get to is, well, can I just add that to my phone plan? Well, that is typically an MMS camera. So it only sends pictures to your phone. There's no type of online interface where you can communicate with that camera. This camera has that and it's uh, a scout tech app. So if you want to change you, you uh, I want real time, not 24 hour, and you can go in and manually change that on the app. So anything you can physically do on the camera, uh, you can do that with the app through your phone or web portals. So we're just really happy with it. The transmission times are really fast and we're excited to see everyone get these cameras in their hands. It's been a long process and it's been a challenge, but we're extremely excited and hopefully uh, your buddy there gets it and he's He's amped. Still. He's got it. Yeah, he's yeah. got it. Yeah. Oh, he, he got. He was he, one of the pre, he got one, uh, yep. pre-orders. Then yeah, he got yeah. it early. Yeah. I really like how you guys put it out and said, "Hey, we know it's getting crunch time. Yeah. We know that we're struggling here. Um. I mean, I don't even want to know what you guys had to do. I don't even going to get into that. But I mean, I can. That's why I have a brain fog. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine the amount of uh, paperwork and stuff that is because you're gonna you're getting into. You're bouncing signals in space and a stuff. A small you know, company I mean, dealing with a big giant yeah, company. Yeah, they don't care I mean? about us. No, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I, you sent it out and said, "Hey, this is your trail camera. You can use it as a trail camera, and we're going to up, be updating soon." I think that was a super solid idea. You got them out that. and said, "Hey, you guys bought these trail cam pre-order. You can use them as trail cams." And John's using it as a trail cam, you know, uh-huh. and. uh he has another cell cam that he's not very happy with at all right mm. now. So he is jacked to get this one out and mm-hmm. start getting. And he's an early season guy. Like this, 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 this is his yeah, bread very and butter. important. K- yeah, Kentucky's is... very early for him. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, their season opens up early. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he uh, and he kills uh, the last three years. He kills a giant early, like you know, right out of velvet. Like he's just smashing them, you know. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, he's very passionate about deer hunting, and he's. He does not play around when it comes to, you know, mineral baiting, cameras, all that. And he's like, I'm Big just going to buy the best of the best and and get it done. So I told him, I said, I said, dude, if you if you buy it, you're you're solid. Like, you're not going to complain. You're going to worry. You got five-year warranty on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're set. So he went ahead and went for it. If I had his kind of money, I'd have like five <laughs> of them. But uh, <laughs> shout out, John. I love you. But anyways, uh. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea. He was just jacked to get it. He's like, I got it in the mail, boys, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's been some, I mean, I'll be transparent. There's been some people who are rightfully upset that it took this long. I can't say I blame them one bit. So, you know, we just tried to be as open and honest as possible. And it's it's tough to communicate that clearly with so many people. Mm -hmm. I mean, with our email program, we can segment it down to people who buy certain products at certain times and email that out to where it's a very niche down email that only x amount of people are getting mm-hmm. and then they send an email like hey i didn't get that i was like i know for sure you got that email but so just trying to mass communicate effectively with a lot of people uh, has been a challenge but i mean moving forward it's back to business and we're excited we'll have another shipment coming in september so we underestimated how many we would sell which is i guess is a good thing so it's good yeah um they're working bulletproof now and flawlessly so so though you can send video on those correct yeah you can you can send video yep okay yep. yeah that's something that i don't think anybody Man, else offers. there may be a couple but i mean just uh, the ability to change everything through yeah through i mean at 335 right five-year warranty like i don't know if like when we were drawing up the project i was like i don't know how we can increase this value proposition any yeah. more realistically yeah five-year warranty is just 
on a cellular device. <laughs> on a cellular device. I would say, if you put the solar panel on that thing, like, what are you even going there for? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, to kill something. Hopefully. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my mobile cam over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's getting booners. It's yeah. good. Yeah, so. But, yeah, uh, I, I'm, we, me and homie have been talking about it. We just need, we need to get one. We need to make the purchase. At least try it out. Give, give feedback. I know you guys on the email solid. list? I don't think I uh, am. I might be. Okay. If you don't, yeah. of my purchases, yeah. Yeah. I might be. If you don't, uh, yeah, I don't it, know. it says Chad with Exodus. Yeah, every I write time. those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you write those? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So if there's a typo, <laughs> don't worry. I'm we, solid we, on typos. I was saying, we get called out on typos yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. up, Matt? Yeah, what's up, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I type one word wrong in a blog, I know it, man. Someone tells me. <laughs> Someone tells me. So good proofreaders out there. Oh yeah, really good. And I am not a blog writer. That's not. I don't have a future in that. But people read them, so I'm just gonna keep right. doing it. So trying to create that content. But. So um, a solar panel is something that I I haven't done. Mm-hmm. Um, something you guys offer. Can you kind of maybe explain a little bit more? I, I know obviously the benefits of it is you know battery life and you know so forth. But you know maybe just kind of setting it up. Yeah. So we released those this spring. And it's a really solid product. It works with any 12-volt camera, but obviously it was designed for our cameras specifically. So it works with the Lift 2, the Trek, and the Render, and even the original Lift 1 as well. And the whole purpose of it was just to extend that battery life, especially with the Render. And out of the box, you just charge that thing, and I would suggest getting a cam lock mount off our website. So the solar panel does not come with a mount, so you can... Make one at home, or you can go ahead and buy one off the website. And if you just if you put the solar panel with the render, it is going to run forever as long as it gets a little bit of sun, and it charges pretty quickly. It doesn't have to be on a field post on a corner, you know, in the field. So it could be in somewhat of a dense area and still gather enough solar energy. So it's pretty efficient, and I want to say that comes with a one or two year manufacturing warranty. Nice. I'm gonna say I think if you could get it in, you know, even if it wasn't a deep, deep woods. I mean, I mean, only winter. three to four months of yeah. where it's solid growth. I mean, it'd be the only yeah. problem you'll have, and by then you don't even know what know what the deer is. Yeah, yeah. And so, if you have a set of lithium batteries in the camera, and then you have the solar panel fully charged, that's equivalent to two sets of lithium batteries. And you guys know how long a set of lithium batteries yeah, lasts, right. and that's with zero charging Man, at any like point. That's like a huge cost saver. It's expensive. Yeah. It's, yeah, long term it'll save you money yeah, without a doubt. Long term it'll save you money because, I mean, if you're if you're running lithium batteries, I mean, if you're not buying them on Amazon like you should be, you know, <laughs> like me, yeah. I mean, you go into a store, an eight pack's like seventeen dollars, sixteen dollars. You know, a Kroger. That's what I'm getting them for. You know, yeah, Amazon's like twelve dollars. Yeah, so you're you're saving seventeen bucks a. You're buying convenience, chain. bro. Yeah, and you're buying convenience. You don't have, you don't have to look at it. You don't have to think about it. <laughs> It's just going. <laughs> right? You know how much I think about my mobile cam? Like, all the time. I'm like, <laughs> battery's at 12%. <laughs> I get I get text messages daily. Battery is low. Battery is low. <laughs> Battery, yeah. I didn't, so I had the lithiums burn out, and I put regulars in there. I was just going to test it. Three weeks. Solid. Three weeks, non-lithium batteries, gone. Yeah, those those things take a lot of yeah. power. I mean, yeah. you're strapping. And, and, and I was updating every three hours, which I shouldn't be. But I'm just this time of year, yeah. just, you anxious. really want to yeah. see that grass growing. I'm really I'm trying to grass. do a time lapse of the grass. Growing. I got a solid time lapse of grass right now. I'm telling you, 
Grass, coons, coyotes, I'm your man. Shooter bucks, not so much, but sounds like you need to move the camera. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming. We got well, yeah. we've got three we moved picks. It, we moved it face down. Yeah. We aim at the ground. <laughs> You got to you got to look at the hoofs, man. Everybody looks at the racks. It's about the hoofs. Everybody's got the game wrong. You got to look at the hooves. If it's a mature deer, you don't even see the rack, and then you just shoot, hunt them off the hooves. Well, think how easy tracking would be then. If yeah, you way easy. identify all the yeah. tracks. This guy's got a left pinky toe is a little short. <laughs> Guaranteed, Sam. Hey, that's a big deal in Maine. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> how blood? Check him out. Yeah. There are a lot of good trackers up that way, though. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. That's one thing that I could never be like, oh, yeah, I got a deer track here. I know what I'm, I, I'm like. I'm going right to his bed. Yeah. Like, there's no way. <laughs> no. There's absolutely no way. But them guys up there, yeah, that's how they kill big deer. It's crazy. Yeah, nuts. Craziest that's, thing I ever heard. That's one thing that we've learned about or had the privilege of podcasting is we get to meet so many people and learn so much stuff that you never would be able to. We listen to someone and, you know, and we're like, what did he just say? And they were like, "Oh yeah, I do this all the time." I'm like, "That would never work," <laughs> you know. But this guy's like super successful, got you know a ton of bucks on the wall. I'm like, "It's working for him," but I would never try that in my life, you know what I mean? But it's super cool to hear those different tactics. Like, I look at a deer track in the woods as like, I have no idea how long things been there. It's just not something that I'm. He's like, "Okay, there was a decent buck here." Yeah, at one point in the last three months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when did rain last? Yeah. Probably nocturnal. Yeah, probably not. That, Definitely that, nocturnal. That track was made at night. I can guarantee it. Dew <laughs> conditions is deep. Guaranteed nighttime. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. So I I want to bring up trail cam radio. I know we mentioned it before, but mm-hmm. I think it's. I want. I really want our listeners to listen to trail cam radio. I think even our like hardcore Snapchat follower should listen to trail cam radio because yeah. they can learn so much. So that was a Snapchat call out. We try to do one of those every uh-huh. episode because those guys are. <laughs> did so Did you say solid. corn? I did. <laughs> I didn't say corn, oh. but it, I should have. Okay. We did now, but yeah. Go into trail cam radio a little bit about. I know you did earlier, but go into a little bit about that, and then also go into where they can find you on YouTube. To also yeah. see the content of the video podcast. Yeah, so um, you can find us just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. And Trocam Radio, I think we're up to maybe 60 episodes now, I think. And some of the earlier ones, like you were mentioning, are a lot more technical. And then since then, we've been interviewing a lot of people who are a lot better at deer hunting than us <laughs> and, and trying to learn. You can find anybody on the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And trying, yeah. to, trying to learn from them and their trail camera tactics and also just some general things and also talking about how we run our business and just some other things that, you know, we think are interesting. We talk about uh, the tariffs before and how that yeah. in- could impact the industry. So that was interesting to me. That's uh, something that I never yeah. even thought about. And I was talking to homie. I'm like, I know he listened. I was like, they, they got some next level stuff going on right now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is super interesting. This is stuff that I have no clue even happened. But then you're thinking like, like you said, every other brand's doing the same thing. So. Well, and, and just like you guys said on there, like people, people say they want to buy American. People say they want a USA made product, but they don't want to pay for it. Exactly. And then, you know, they wonder why when, you know, if they were to come to Exodus and be like, whoa, why'd you guys jack up the price? $15. Well, we have, we have to do this, this, and this now. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a podcast episode that was really informative on like the business end and the backside of, you know, what's really making Exodus tick mm-hmm. and, um, kind of, you know, I'm not going to say he called everybody out, but 
makes everybody think when they say, I want an American-made product. No, it, it called me like, out. Like, I say that, right? Yeah. And then I think about the stuff I buy, and I try to do that to the most part, but I'm like, man, and I'm, 95 exact, is I'm the exact guy that this guy's yep, talking about. Exactly. I try to do what I can, but I'm like, oh, this, this, is, 40, this is 40 bucks. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yep. hard, really hard to do. And when you call that out, I'm like, yeah, that, that's me. It's talking <laughs> yeah. to me right now. I, yeah, I, I so, felt accountability when, yeah. when I heard it, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's just, true real life stuff that he said yeah which is what all the trail cam radio is just like going back to the megapixel deal it's just real life yeah. stuff yeah we try to be just pretty straightforward not super objective and not try to ruffle feathers <laughs> in any regard to which sometimes super hard to do <laughs> yeah it's like you're walking on glass a lot of times mm-hmm. but i think i think we tried to do our best just to give our honest opinion or what we know we're not we're not you know what we say is not the end, mm-hmm. the end all be all, but by any means, it's our experience for whatever that's worth. I would say, I think with you guys being a company, you can give really good insight like you guys have done. Um, I don't think you guys have, you know, ruffled any feathers along the way. And I think people actually appreciate you guys being that honest voice of what's actually going on and um, giving that different perspective. I actually like when you do a company based one, like when you did the one, like how to, how to, approach a sponsor that was super beneficial Mm -hmm. i thought and i think it's beneficial for a lot of listeners too that people that have started something that are learning you know be like okay this is this these guys are deal with this on the daily basis and i learned i learned some stuff from that episode you know like ata is not the place to do business yeah (laughs) like it's a place for business to do business but but when we heard about ata first that's all we that's hear what about. I, yeah, you know, yeah, that's and what cuts deals. Doing. Yeah, <laughs> yep. and that's not the place to do it. So, well, because, that's that's good to hear. That's that's good that our what we're doing is is you know providing some value. So that's really good to hear. Yeah, definitely a lot of value. Yeah, I it's podcast I listen to weekly, and like Cody and I say on here all the time, we're podcast junkies, and it's definitely one that we're tuning into every week. We appreciate that because there's there's a lot to pick from. So, yeah. But that I mean, based on that feedback, yeah, we'll definitely continue what we're doing. And for instance, we just did our summer content trip and interviewed uh, the Hunting Public, Scott Buckley, and then Dan Infault, and all those were recorded on video as well. So nice. on our YouTube channel, uh, those are all on there. And we've uh, interviewed Jeff Sturgis, excuse me, and we recorded like six interviews with him in a very <laughs> short amount of time, and <laughs> that was. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and so we always try to do that if if we can, or if we have a guest in house at the office, we record it. But it's just one more way for people to maybe you know listen to a lot of podcasts. You don't necessarily know like what does that guy even look like, or like yeah. what are those guys about. So it's kind of one way just for people to hopefully connect and understand. Yeah. What I think we're all the about. video outlet's great. I mean, I love it. You know, you got geese flying in the background and stuff <laughs> on them. I'm like, this is so cool, you know, and. uh Jeff, Jeff's just an awesome guy. He's great on video too. That oh guy's yeah. so solid he's, on video. Yeah. I watched a lot of those, and he's just like, bam, bam. bam. He's sharp. Yeah, and he's got giants all over the place. And he's yeah. like, "This is what you need to do." I'm like, "All right, Jeff, you're my man." But he called the cold front, um, be two years ago, and he was like, "If you're gonna be, if you're a deer hunter, you need to be in the woods." And then I end up shooting my 2018 <laughs> buck that night. He called that cold front, so I was like. My man, Jeff. So 2017, seventeen. Yeah, 2017. So he's yeah. It's it's awesome to work with Jeff. We've worked with Jeff for a long time, and a lot of respect for what he does. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people we work with, and a lot of people we record that content with, they're just like good people yeah. that genuinely love to provide you know their knowledge to the whitetail community. And it's I don't know. It's a pleasure to to talk to those people too. Yeah, those are the guys that like. I mean, 
having them on a podcast, those are legit people that are, know what they're doing, know how to kill yeah. deer, you know. And, and for you to go, like I said before, to drive and do in-person all the miles. And we always say in-person podcasts are so much better. You, mm-hmm. you get a feel for what's going on. And then you get all the after stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the hour, hour or two before, before you know, <laughs> yeah, or before. that we had going on here. But uh, I just want to appreciate you coming down driving this far again. Is there anything else that you want to say to the listeners before we cut you off? Um, Not really. I, I definitely just appreciate you guys in, inviting me into your yeah. studio. It's this I don't know. This is like a it's garage. Small. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's studio. Don't, let them, don't sell the listeners short. Yeah. I uh, yeah. definitely really appreciate it and uh, the kind words. And it's good to get kind of. Like I said, hearing how the treks are doing in the wild and getting the feedback on the content we're putting out there because it is a lot of work, and that's where uh, we hired Cameron so we can pump out more content. So nice, hopefully yeah. we keep that track. Yeah, you, you're coming down to a, a podcast that's actually fans of your cameras and your podcast, you know right. what I mean? So we, uh, we're glad we could showcase both in this episode. And hey, like the said, next intern you get, don't hire him full-time, just send him our way. We need an intern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, we can't afford an intern. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was kind of random, honestly, because Cameron was a customer as well. Uh, nice. And we had our applications out, and we are getting like a, ro- a lot of various applications, and then it's like he has his uh, – Accounting degree. He was an accountant before he started. It's like, well, we could help have someone help help with the books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be all right, right? And then, uh, yeah, he's he's done a good job. Double dip for sure. Like, all right, bro, you can run a calculator. All right, yeah. you're hired. You're <laughs> in. <laughs> so no, See, I can't thank you guys enough. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, 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 no. I was just gonna say, all you got to do is be able to run a calculator. You work for Exodus. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, Jake came down. That was an awesome episode. <laughs> he was down here for a long time. He was uh, a long time. Uh, luckily, it sounded like he had some family to do some event tomorrow, so maybe he didn't yeah. have to drive all the way back home tonight. So that for worked sure. out good. Um, huge thank you to him and Exodus for coming down and gracing us with his presence in studio. Um, it was a lot of fun. Got to talk to him on the podcast, after podcast. Got to learn more about Exodus. Got to learn... Makes me want to get some more Exodus cams. Great mm-hmm. company, great people behind it, and uh, that's and all I... great people back in a great company. Like yeah. you know, with with just their warranty, like you're not gonna find that. No, you can't be a five year warranty plus you know the theft warranty and everything. It's just literally impossible to beat. We should, Jeff Josh Prophet's been telling us for <laughs> two years. You <laughs> right? know what I mean? How legit it is, and it's legit. So we hope you guys. Uh, enjoyed the first episode of the gear series whitetail gear series we got another one coming next week um this is a company that i guarantee you guys don't know but makes an awesome product so look out for next week's episode um get out there season's getting ready take your kids out let them pull some trail cams don't worry about scent control you ain't gonna worry about that (laughs) try to leave a legacy whitetail legacy's out